my friends, welcome to episode 10. I can't this is episode 10 of Grace Avenue. I'm Donovan. And I'm Emily. And today we have your first ever guest on the pod. Yes, today we have with us one of my sister-in-laws, one of my very close friends, one of Donovan's very yes. close friends, and someone we admire and cherish, love, and look up to. And that is Elizabeth Taylor, a.k.a. Liz. Yes. She is with us today. Liz, would you care to introduce yourself? Yes. First of all, thank you. This is a great pleasure. Y'all, I walked into this room and I thought, where am I? This is so cool. Well, we thought, where are we? Because when you walked in, guys, just like so you know, she is straight out of a business meeting rocking <laughs> this dress that is like bright green in these heels. I was like, I'm sorry. Did the... Did the president just walk in? Like, who it's is true. here? It is true. So this is for real. Anyway. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I did have a long morning. I And I did feel like I overdressed for the occasion, but there was no time to change in the car. Aka, I did not want to get sticky and gross. Why would you not too. wear this everywhere? You well, go. Please I go know. everywhere in this outfit. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm here. Grateful to be here. Emily and Donovan are incredible people. I've listened to the podcast. As soon as they told me they were going to do this podcast, I was like, the best news ever. Two of the most amazing people I know in one room talking every week. I get a lot of good tips, great advice, good reminders. Um, anyway, I was supposed to tell about who I am and where I come from and all the things. So I'm Elizabeth Taylor, formerly Elizabeth Lindsay. Emily is married to my brother. Um, grateful for that every day. Um, I married Clay Taylor, who is Related to Donovan at some level, because that's how they do it in Kentucky. Everyone's related to everybody. <laughs> um, Everyone's our cousin. Yes. So married Clay Taylor. I have a daughter. Her name's Silver. She's three years old. Um, we live in Russell County, just hanging out on top of the lake, which I never see. I am the CFO for the IGO group. I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, she said CFO. I, I also don't know what that is on a regular <laughs> basis. Chief financial officer for all of Chief our listeners. Chief financial Killing officer. It. Or that is what I'm told. Um, so when I'm in my professional life, I am CFO and I try to act like it. In my personal life, I am just grateful to be surrounded by good, good, good people mm. and excited today about what we're chatting about. Excited and super nervous. <laughs> I am not be. Oh my goodness. I am the last person that should be discussing mm. what we're talking about today. So excited to see mm. what we're going to say. Well, that's, I don't know if you're the last person. So before we talk to you just like brief on why we have you here is we think you're amazing but also when Emily and I sat down and we were talking about discipline and how it's hard and it's important and it brings change and freedom we were like okay who is somebody that like executes discipline well or who we see it in their life the fruit of it and it was Emily that said Liz does things every day she works out every day she is intentional about what she eats every day did you tell me she weeds her garden every day oh every time i go to Liz's house i always go look at her garden because it always looks like it was <laughs> just freshly taken care of that is therapy that is not discipline <laughs> okay okay <laughs> to me it's discipline. Respect. yeah um so that's where we're coming from is we're two people who are working on it we believe in it um and we think that it is a gift that God has given us right. to be self-controlled through his spirit. Um, but we feel like we need to take steps toward it. And when we think of somebody who's doing that, that is you. So my first question for all 
are you in? She's shaking her head at me, but in some capacity, <laughs> it's definitely you. It um, is. So my first question, hands off, is have you uh, like are you naturally gifted at discipline? Like that would be great if you are, or ha- is it some areas, some not? Like where where are you naturally at? I feel like I I pondered this deeply. I, I was like, have I always been disciplined? I think that there's an innate part of me that always has had awesome. it in me. I am naturally, I want to be disciplined. I mm. don't have a bent toward being disciplined. And so I remember early on with my stack of school books, I wanted structure. I wanted routine. Mm. And I think on some level, my family was good at the idea of it. We weren't necessarily good at the actual doing of it. Mm. So there was a lot of areas in my life where I wasn't raised in a very disciplined environment. Mm. And you can't in a family of how many is in my 14 people in my family? You can't just decide I'm going to be disciplined if the whole family isn't disciplined. So I think there I think it's in me and I think I got away from it. Mm-hmm. This was that was my reflection is there's some level of me that's like I love the idea of it. Okay, so um, it's attractive to you. So attractive. But isn't it kind of attractive to everybody? Amen. A little bit. Yes. Right. So at some point in my life, I remember distinctly, my father, if y'all know him, he and he will say this. I can say this on a podcast, but he cannot be on time anywhere he goes. It is, it's actually a problem for me, like mm-hmm. physical anger in my childhood because we couldn't show up places on time. So that's what told me. I believe in it deep yeah. in my heart, but it doesn't, it wasn't happening for me. So then you want discipline, but it's not in your life. And God's like, you have to be good at that too. You have to be good. You have to be disciplined about not being angry that somebody else isn't doing what you think mm-hmm. they should be doing. Right? Yeah. So again, I think it's there. And I've had lots of areas in my life that um, have faltered because of not having structure. So I think I went into marriage with a little less structure and routine because I'd given up on that which then turns around and becomes a problem all over again because now you need to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You got to show up for work. You got to work the hours. You've got to do the real life adulting, then learn how to be disciplined all over again. Mm-hmm. So then there's the resentment of I was, then I had to be not, and now I have to be again. Oh, So so there's, there's discipline and then there's control. Right. And you're saying they're not the same thing. I don't feel like they are. Yeah. Mm. I feel like everybody innately has a desire to be disciplined. Everyone is disciplined in some area of their life. Mm. This is how I feel. If I look around, I look at you and I'm like, you are disciplined. You have very disciplined tendencies. And I think whether you make them up or not, I don't know. I'm Praise looking God. at Donovan. But <laughs> Emily, I was telling her the same thing today. Very disciplined in her actions, the way she treats people, yeah. the way she lives her life. It, we all have discipline. Somewhere. In some areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, to add to that, you have to kind of, there, there's a discipline in meeting people where they are too, recognizing the giftings mm-hmm. people have and being disciplined about seeing that as well. I feel that way. I have learned, oh, I'm still learning. Things still can make me upset that aren't rhythmic and routine. And I realize I, I struggle with that. I, I do like yeah. things to be in their place. And I like which you'd never know that. If you ask Clay Taylor, I am a disaster. <laughs> because projects all the time, I like the guts of things. I want to know a system is working and that everything, it doesn't mean the outside is always looking that way. So little shout out to Clay Taylor. He'd be like, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> but I do feel like I am a work in progress on meeting people where they're at as well. 
my expectation for myself is not what should be for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So oh. to add to that, to flourish, I think we all have to recognize people are disciplined in, in other areas. And one great discipline for me is to recognize that everyone's doing discipline the best that they can. So how do you know this? So, well, let me ask first like a practical question. So tell me about a place where you used to have to work at being disciplined, but maybe now you feel like you've mastered or you feel like it's become ritual now. It's not a place that you're really working as hard. So can you tell me about a place where you've had victory and discipline? And maybe can you tell us a place as an example where you're still working? Mm, yeah. Um, working out, I guess, would be an area that I I loved. I've always loved it. Never been able to be very routine about it. And Emily, you know, when I when I said, I don't know what it was, it two years ago that I wanted to have I wanted to make a New Year's resolution that I didn't fail on. I know you guys have talked about that in your podcast before, that we make these really dramatic, great plans and fail in the first 60 days. And I said, I don't want to be, I want to set my mind to, I think the difference came when when I was doing it for my mind and less for my body. I took a, a mental approach to it and I said, okay, that's enough. Enough is enough. I am... I'm tired. I've got a lot going on. I'm busy a lot. I'm getting older. It's important that my body stay fit, but it's also important that my mind be in a good place so that I can have a better relationship with the Lord. I can wake up earlier in the morning Mm -hmm. and not feel exhausted. So that's an area where I said, it's probably been a year and a half now that I said, we're going to work out every day. If not every day, there's going to be a rhythm to it. It's going to be a regular thing that happens in my life. And we're a year and a half in. And I would say, Emily, you've been in an accountability group with me for the majority of that time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm checking in. Well, I haven't checked in well this month, but I've been doing it and not taking the time to text. So they keep me in check. But I would say we're we're August now. I started in January of 2021. And wow. there there's a place I feel like I've not conquered the discipline because there's still the days where I'm like, this is, I'm not into this today. Bar blend, we were talking about that, how exhausting is the some of these things you have to do. But the result I want is for my mind to be in a good place. And so I'll continue. Oh, I have a great quote for this. I just found it today. Um, talking about how what discipline is like and what you're supposed to do. We might have to do a little cut here. Okay. The quote is, self-discipline is when your conscience tells you to do something and you don't talk back. W.K. Hope. I read that last night Sweet. and I said, oh, this is everybody, right? Yes. We want desperately to do the things that are in our heart. And when we stop talking back to it every single day, Yes, get up and go. Yes. Papa always told me, um, don't let the start stop you. Because isn't the start the hardest? Mm-hmm. The overwhelming idea of there's so much in front of me and right, yeah. so little time and I don't know even where to begin. He would just say, don't let the start stop you. Just just push ahead, plug in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that with working out. I feel like that's an area that I feel I've done okay in. Mm-hmm. And it's continuing to be, I hope I, I hope I don't get to a point where I want to give up on it. We're a year and a half in, so I don't know why I would. But um, another area I've not been so disciplined in, and this is kind of interesting to me because it's such a passion in my life, is, is quality, quiet time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I was a child, waking up very early in the morning, I loved the I, I loved to stay up late at night. I also loved to wake up early in the morning and read the Bible. And for me back then, I think it was just a time where I could be there were less people around me, mm-hmm. get a little quiet time. So maybe it wasn't. I loved the idea of having the relationship with the Lord. I felt fulfilled. I felt like He was meeting me there. But 
it didn't translate into a consistent daily behavior. Mm-hmm. And what I see from people who have a consistent daily behavior of spending time alone with the Lord is really good. Mm-hmm. And I want that desperately. Mm-hmm. So this is an area that I've been tackling, especially this year. I've not been as good at it as I want to be. But Says I do. everyone who's starting a new discipline. <laughs> That's so, literally so true. <laughs> so true. And I read the scriptures, you know, you got to, dis- you have to discipline yourself. And mm-hmm. so I, I wake up every morning, I say, oh, didn't do so good today. And I think I need, to, there's a mindset shift too I need to have that it doesn't have to be in the morning. It can yeah. be all day. I do spend regular times in the day just talking to the Lord, reading a scripture. If I'm overwhelmed or if I need advice or guidance, I'm going to the scripture to get that. But I would like to say, Every day I spend some time with the best friend a person could have. Yeah. How is it possible that he's right there beside me every day and I take zero time? Mm-hmm. So there's an area I'm working in. That's so easy to do is to take zero time. We get so busy. Mm-hmm. Do you have a question, Em? Because I, I have one, but jump in there if you have something on your heart. Yeah. Liz, would you say you view discipline differently now that you have a child because you're seeing someone absorb what you do and and watch your life um and not only that but now your responsibilities have changed Um, oh my word it's like you spoke right tomorrow you have a child so you you know the question to ask here that has that has been the biggest challenge i thought that at least i had discipline in my behavior and then the child came and I was like, oh, no, I still have anger problems. <laughs> so, yes, I see it on the daily. And she is a mimic of what I do. And, you know, it doesn't happen at the same time. She doesn't mimic right now. But I see over time the behavior is is me. And that is a huge weight of responsibility. So I will say yes, absolutely. Children, child, a child. I don't know about children yet, but a child has changed it. Yeah, and it does it causes you to have to be um, ever flexible is the word I'm going to use if that's a word because you like routine and mm. you like structure mm-hmm. and you can train those things into your children. But at the same time, a lot of parenting is your schedule just got thrown out the window because they got sick or they need this or they need that or they're having a breakdown and we need to pause for 20 minutes before we arrive at the place we need it to be five minutes ago so so i had it last night i was like i walked in the house there was laundry to do dishes to do i'm tired the house needed clay needed to mow all these things and silver was just she was being good but i could tell that it was just something wasn't quite right and i sat there for a second and i got a little overwhelmed by all the things that needed done and we just sat on the porch and talked to each other I said, you know what? This is the Lord. He just came Mm -hmm. down and showed me there's very little more important than taking care of people's hearts. Yes, that's good. I mean, the laundry, you know, this is an old thing that people say. The laundry will be there tomorrow. Well, it really will. And her heart will not. So good encouragement to me every day. Take time. I'm not good at that. Taking quality, quiet time just to be. She needs me to sit there with her. She just needs me to sit there. I don't know, Liz. I think you see your failures more than you see your wins. Because <laughs> because I think you're actually good at that. And to our listeners, I've shown up at Elizabeth's house a few weeks back, the night before she leaves for a week trip to New York. I'm having a hard time. She has bags 
and clothes and all these things she's trying to pack and figure out for her and her daughter to leave the state for a week. And she stops and sits with me on the porch for an hour and a half and talks through stuff with me. You have no idea how encouraging that is because this is who I want to be. So that I did it once, <laughs> I feel no, like you've done it more than once, <laughs> certainly. Oh, goodness. And yes. I feel like the things we're aware of that we want to mm. be, I do think we move toward those things. Mm-hmm. You know, as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. So you stay focused on that. And I think because of that, as a result, you lean into that. Um, so anyways, just a moment to applaud you. You Thank win you. more than you lose at that. I appreciate that. I don't. I do not feel at all deserving of it, but it is encouraging. I need encouragement. I need people to tell me I'm doing a great job. <laughs> this is another area I'm getting disciplined in: is like recognizing my own for my own self where I'm good and where I'm not. Not needing so much from people. Hmm. So, but deep down inside, if I, we're going to be real and authentic on this Grace Avenue, <laughs> then I'm going to tell you I, I am that person that I need you to tell me I'm doing a good job. Yeah. So I appreciate you. Course. for that we should all be telling each other more often everybody likes that everybody likes to be told what you're putting out there is worth it and what you're doing is working um one thing i like have a question about because i think sometimes when we say disciplined someone's disciplined what we accidentally hear is they've got it together mm. oh yes that's um, a good point we're like oh she's crushed it she's arrived um and then we also attribute discipline to just a few areas like typically if i say i'm disciplined what you're hearing me say is you think that i like have a regular workout regimen or i'm very structured at work or uh, which are all super valuable um but i think there's a a broad array of ways and places and times how do you choose an area how do you know when an area needs work needs discipline and then what do you do to start that uh, because you just said don't let the start stop you so mm. how do we start how do we choose how do we start oh that's so good I have no idea do you have thoughts on this I feel like if it's me maybe I just start somewhere mm. if if there's an entire garden to weed don't you just pull the first weed I mean yeah. or you stare that at it and look at all the most efficient ways you could get all the weeds out that's also an option I've done that before too um, and maybe they both work. Maybe it works different for different people. Yeah. I feel like for me, I just start with whatever's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then that opens up the door to the next thing that needs done to make the whole thing come together. I like that. This is an area that I could use some great input in because I, <laughs> I am a stopper at the start. If, the, if, there's uh, not, if I don't have a team, I need people around me to say, yes. here's, here's a great place. We could, and then I can plow right in, yeah. right? So maybe it's, maybe it's leaning on people around us. Well, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking, I think my first step sometimes, and I am i would not put myself on caliber with you, is to call the person who's better or who knows. Oh, right. Like you said, you guys talked about that in the last, is it the last podcast? You were saying phone a friend. I took that Maybe. advice, by the way. Oh. You were like, find, if you have a friend that's really good at, at something, ask them the question and yeah. s- say, tell me, teach me. Help. Yeah. And you know what's funny is, it's hard to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're not in a routine of asking people for help or insight, sometimes it's hard. Yes. Especially if it's someone you don't have a close relationship with. Because I think we feel like it's almost like an intimate question to ask somebody. Right. Well, they, or, yes. Go ahead. I was just going to say, or it's something you need help with. So inherently you've decided you're not great at it. Right. And you're calling someone who looks... Like they've got it together in that area. Right. So if I call Liz and I'm like, 
my garden, everything's dead because it's nothing. There's <laughs> no, I don't have a garden. Or I call this, and I, I did call this this week. I was like, I need to get a run in, and you're going to have to make that happen with me um, because I know she'll do it. Like, I know she's more disciplined to get it done than I am. And so that wasn't hard for me, but I can imagine, like, if I hadn't done that before in the past, maybe that would have been intimidating. Yeah, for sure. I can also see how it could be a gift. I'm, I'm on the flip side of that. I get the call, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. What a great accountability. Mm-hmm. Get some fellowship, good friendship. Like, it was a gift to me to get that call. So, right? Gift if people. we are just vulnerable with people and we put ourselves out there, whether we're better at it or not doesn't even matter. It's really about the people, right? Yes. Like, how can we show up for people? Yeah, and maybe we argue with the voice in our mind a little less when mm-hmm. we have people with us. The quote you read? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We're less likely to argue with the voice in our head saying, oh, just you need to just relax for a day. Oh, my word. Just that is it. true. One day won't hurt. Um, I can yes. say it does hurt because I'm a off or on the wagon person <laughs> all the way. Like yes. not one leg straddling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like all on the wagon or I've fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in about the ditch. to get hit. <laughs> but you're the world's biggest cheerleader. I don't care what you're doing over there. You are definitely making sure everyone else is excited about what they're doing. So there's the discipline. <laughs> yes. Love yes. that. Well, thank you. I love that. Okay, so you mentioned that starting for you is kind of the, the thing. That's that's your hurdle. I'm getting started. I feel like I have the opposite problem. Like I love to start things. But keeping going is not my greatest skill. Um, and I, I see progress in that area. But it sounds like keeping keeping it up is actually a way that you're gifted. What is your mindset on the day that you don't want to do it again? You don't want to work out another day or, or you want to let your emotions rule or how do you, what does keep going look, look like? Good What's your question. advice? You're a good question. Ask her Donovan. She is. That's so I sit, good. I sit here quiet so much because Donovan has some good questions. <laughs> well, I love think first of all, my encouragers are in all in the same room today. So, praise <laughs> God for that. Um, second of all, this is literally my one okay, skill. This, this is, is my job. You're so good at this. Yes. And I can't do much else. So, but I can ask questions. <laughs> that was self-deprecating. We need Donovan is a very gifted person yes. in just about whatever she touches. I don't know of anything that you're not gifted in. If you decide you want to do it, don't ask you to sing. Yeah, don't ask me to sing. That's y'all's good. Wait, I've heard you sing. Not recorded. That's lies, my friend. <laughs> I've heard you sing with your mother and your family. So good. Okay, so how to keep going. I'm going to get vulnerable and say this is an area that I see that's a struggle for a lot of people around me. Yes. Growing up, um, the gift wasn't to stay on the bandwagon. Um. Yeah, maybe that's too far to say, but I feel like it's just, I can't stop. It's principle. Like, inside of me, quitting isn't an option. Why? What? What's bad about, I think this is a great thing. What is bad about quitting? Talk to us. I that. actually don't know what I think is bad about it. It just makes me feel bad. Mm. And I feel like I watch the people around me. They're always so discouraged when they stop. Mm. And I don't want to deal with the discouragement. I think it's selfishly motivated, really. Well, if starting's hard, restarting must be harder. You would think. I'm not. I don't. I'm not the expert on that. But no, I am. I have done that before, and it's definitely harder because mm. the the more times you try, the more discouraged you get. Yeah. I, what if you just kept going? Okay. 
I have a question on that though, Liz. So how do you fight off the excuses you want to give yourself? The Great ex- question. All the valid reasons why you can quit. How do you fight those off? Okay, so maybe in this for me, I'm learning slowly to prioritize, right? We've got things that are important and things that aren't. And learning to really evaluate. Donovan, you're gifted at this. Self-evaluation. Wait, let's let's put it in one, two, three. So I'll make all the excuses in the world. I have a house full of company coming tonight. I've got supper to make. I've got laundry coming out the wazoo. And I just look at it and I say, well, my body is with me for as long as the Lord leaves it on the earth. I guess I just need to go work out real quick. Also, if I'm not mentally in good condition to go and talk to all these people that are going to be in my house, I'm not going to be effective at all. I'm not going to spread grace or love or kindness anywhere. I actually need to just go work out. It's 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's walk down there and do it. And, and sometimes you just put on the workout gear and that's just all the motivation you need. I, Get a new pair of pants. I, I am an advocate. Buy the amen. new pair of pants if that We're helps all nodding. you. We're yes, all nodding. Yes. New pair of shoes. Anyway, that's my take on it. See, this, this is why you're here, Liz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why you're on this episode because if I were to share my personal conversation in my head, I would have definitely skipped the workout. Mm. And so that's where, that's the difference. And that's where I'm wanting to grow because I would have said, well, that it feels urgent that those people are coming. Mm. Urgency. Yes. I can be driven by urgency. So much. And forget the goals that I made and, how I was go- made up my mind I was going to be disciplined and I will make an excuse that's what's prompted my question I will make an excuse well because this is urgent and it's about to happen I'll have to skip the workout however I did do one at 10 30 p.m the other night because I am trying to be disciplined we're in a mm. discipline series and yeah was- she did yeah she sent the text I don't know it was 11 o'clock 10 30 11 o'clock sent the text and I literally texted back I hadn't got a workout that day either and I texted back and I said you are so cool. I went to bed. <laughs> and I was just proud of her. Yes. That was great. And then you, did you run the next day? Next morning was, you were supposed I to. I was going to run the next morning at yes. 5.30, oh, but, I, but I was getting to bed at midnight. And so I thought, I need sleep. Great priority. I'm going yes. to have to be disciplined with sleep yes. over running. So I made myself do that because I knew the next day that would affect me, how I felt and the kind Absolutely. of mother and wife and person I was to everybody. Mm-hmm. The amount of coffee I would have drank. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So anyways, Liz, that's really helpful. That was a good example. You hosting people, but still choosing to do your workout. Yes. And Emily, you said something that I think is like maybe the crux of the conversation in your head that like I, you answer it for us, Liz. Talk about urgent and important and how do you choose what's the difference to you and how do you choose because urgency I'm super likely to give into urgency as well but it's not always the right guide Mm -hmm. how do you choose like if you reflect back on it you go oh my goodness if I had actually sat down and put a list of priority and urgency besides beside these things one would have gone above the other yes oh see you really are good at these questions we don't have to answer that one if you don't like it (laughs) I need to work on this because I'm kind of a thinker. I like to mull over things. Mm-hmm. So you're asking me and I'm going, oh my goodness. It just happened to me today. I had a meeting. It was all morning. It's been all week. List is a mile long. Y'all work is just some days. But today, got out of the meeting and I had an hour and a half before I needed to be here. There were several 
I would call them urgent runs that needed to be made. Mm-hmm. And I also needed to go to Walmart for myself. I need a trash can. It's The trash has been sitting in the utility room floor for going on a week now. Anywho, I was driving around doing all the urgent things and I'm right by Walmart. Why wouldn't I just stop there and grab this stuff and get out? But you all know Walmart's not going to be in a quick in and out. doesn't matter how hard you try. And in my mind, I said, discipline. We're talking about that today. It is unnecessary for me to go to Walmart right at this moment. I need to get back to the office and do these three other things that are more urgent priorities than me picking up a trash can and actually some groceries that are necessary. But I have a whole other day to get that done. The only reason I thought I needed to do it then was because I was by Walmart. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I need to redirect, right? And say, this is not important right now. Right. It's just convenient and would kind of make sense. Right. A lot of things that make sense don't need to be done, right? Mm. Yes. We yeah, can't do it all. very true. So this is what happened to me today, and I'm putting it out there to say maybe you could do that too. Maybe you can look at whatever's really urgent and priority in your mind. I don't know how easy that is because this is a new, this is a brand new thing that I'm thinking about. But I'm throwing it out.